Thank you. And thank you for having me. It's a opportunity that I'm taking today to just tell you about how you can get involved, how you can take action. Because right now, strategic action is critical for all of us to do the work to change the rules that far too often keep the systems in place that hold us back. Make no mistake, the criminal justice system is not broken. It is operating exactly the way it was designed. It, at every single level, the criminal justice system is not about providing justice, but about ensuring that certain uh, people, certain communities are protected while other communities are violated. And so I want to talk a little bit of today about color of change, about activism, about the work that's happening on the ground from other organizations all around the country and the way that you can channel this energy. What we talk about at Color of Change is how do you channel presence into power. And far too often we mistake presence and visibility for power. Presence uh, retweets the stories of the movement. People feeling passionate about change um, can sometimes make us feel like change is inevitable, but power is actually the ability to change the rules. And right now, everyday people are taking action. And what we're trying to channel that energy into is a couple of things. First is a whole set of demands at the federal level and at the local level. Um, as Phil described, that policing um, you know, um, operates on many different um, channels. And what we need to recognize is that while there are a lot of things that can happen at the federal level, locally all around the country, um, there are decisions that are being made in communities around how policing is executed, where community needs to hold a deeper level of accountability. At the state level, we need new laws. So at Color of Change, we've built a whole platform around a set of demands that are working to build more inner of everyday people to take action. We're fighting for justice for Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd. We're also fighting for justice for other folks whose names that you haven't heard, Nina Pop and others, whose, whose stories of, in, of injustice and the relationship to the criminal justice system represent all the ways in which fighting right now um, is important. Over the last couple of years, we have worked to build a movement to hold district attorneys accountable and to change the role of district attorneys in our country. And through the Winning Justice platform at Color of Change, www.winningjustice.org, what we have worked to do is channel the energy of everyday people to take action. So for folks who are watching what's happening on TV, seeing it on their social media feeds and are outraged about what's happening in Georgia, what's happening in Tennessee, what's happening in Minnesota, you yourself probably, most likely, live in a place, in a community where you have a district attorney that will not hold police accountable, that will not prosecute police when they harm, hurt black folks, when they violate the laws. You live in a community where uh, police are part of the structure that is uh, racking up mass incarceration, but many other aspects of our system um, are racking up incar mass incarceration and district attorneys are at the center of it. You live in those communities and you need to do something about it.
And so at winningjustice.org, we've created the only searchable national database on the 2,400 prosecutors around the country. We're building local squads and communities for folks to be able to engage around um, efforts to hold DAs accountable. We've worked with our partners across the movement, from our friends in Black Lives Matter to um, folks who are do policy work, to our friends at local ACLU chapters around the country, to build six demands, six demands that folks can get behind in terms of pushing for reform, and then we built public education material. But the only way that we work to change the way that prosecution happens in this country is that if people get involved, if people raise their voice, if people join us in pushing for real change. At the end of the day, I want people to recognize, though, and Philip talked a little bit about this, is that people don't experience issues, they experience life that the forces that hold us back are deeply interrelated. A racist criminal justice system requires a racist media culture to survive. A political inequality follows uh, economic inequality and they all go hand in hand. And so I also want us to not take ourselves out of the equation. We likely work inside of corporations that may post symbols for Black Lives Matter one day and then support politicians that work to destroy Black Lives Matter the next day. We oftentimes are engaged in, in practices inside of our companies or in our daily lives supporting um, uh, media properties and others that are harming um, our communities or telling stories. Recently, we produced a report at Color of Change with the Norman Lear School at USC. It's called uh, Normalizing Injustice, and it can be found at changehollywood.org. And Normalizing Injustice looks at the 22 crime procedurals, those crime shows on TV, and looks at all of the ways in which they sort of create a warped perception about our view of justice. Um, they, they create sort of an incentive for the type of policing we see on the country and, and actually serve as a PR arm for law enforcement. We've been working in writers' rooms around the country to work to push folks to tell better stories, but we need folks to be both active listeners and we need folks in the industry to push back and challenge those, um, not only the structures that lead to that content coming on the air, but the proliferation across our airwaves. At the end of the day, we have an opportunity in this moment to make change. Inflection points are those moments where we have an opportunity to make huge leaps forward or the real, real threat of falling backwards. In our hands is the ability to do some incredible things about undoing so many of the injustices that have stood in the way of progress for far too long. But everyday people must get involved. We must channel that presence um, into power and we must build the type of power that changes the rules. Racism in so many ways is like water pouring over a floor with holes in it. Every single, in every single way, it will find the holes. And so for us, we cannot simply accept charitable solutions to structural problems but we actually have to work for structural change. And so I wanna end by saying one thing about how we talk about black people and how we talk about black communities in this moment, because we have to say what we mean and we have to build the narrative that gets us to where we wanna go.
So far too often we talk about black communities as vulnerable. We talk about black people as vulnerable, but vulnerability is a personal trait. Black communities have been under attack. Black communities have been exploited. Black communities have been targeted. And we need to say that so we don't put the onus on fixing black families and black communities, but we put the onus on fixing the structures that have harmed us. We will say things like black people are less likely to get loans from banks instead of saying that banks are less likely to give loans to black people. This is our opportunity to build the type of progress that makes real change. And at that center of the story, we need to show and elevate the images, not just of the pain that we are facing, but of the joy, the brilliance, and the creativity that Black people have brought to this country. Black people are the protagonists of this story. And we need to make sure that as we work to build a new tomorrow, we ensure that the heroes are at the center of the liberation that we all need. Thank you.